0: Hello and welcome to Who Cares Nerds? Uh It's me and Dylan. We're back again because we seem to got a good reception last week. Last time we were Love here, to so be back.
1: thanks for having me. No problem.
0: Um, so if you have been living under a rock for the last what two weeks, three weeks now, nearly, I think it's two weeks. Three? Yeah. Aye. Um you would know that there's a new comic book show out there on the Amazons everybody seems to be loving. Uh, It's called The Boys, um, starring Carl Urban and Simon Pegg and a whole cast of other...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unknowns. Soon to be household names. Aye, aye, soon to
0: be. (laughs) Um, This is going to be a completely spoiler-full podcast, so if you're listening and you haven't watched it and you're really interested in watching it, I would back off Yeah, spooky bitches. Um, And Watch it before you listen to this podcast, because we are going to go into some detail about it and spoil a whole load of stuff that you're probably going to be raging at us about if you haven't watched the show yet. True. Very true, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, This is Dylan's first one he's actually done some fucking research on, <laughs> as opposed to last week, or last time, when we did the Comic-Con news, and he was like, oh my god, is this actually happening? Yeah, I but felt
1: bad, so I had to put a bit of work in this time.
0: But he's done, he's, he's went to his way, he's made notes and everything, like... Surprising. <laughs> uh, but aye, so we're going to get straight into it. Uh, so what did you think of it, firstly?
1: Oh, well, it was amazing, to be honest. Like, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much. I'm not a TV guy. So admittedly, when I put it on, I also had the laptop beside me doing other things. Yeah. So I thought, most I'll give like, it th- like most people
0: are nowadays. Yeah, like, well that's like the way I'll,
1: we're I'll give it some attention so I can claim that I've watched it. But as you were saying, like, the six minutes in mark, yeah. I had to close the
0: laptop and give it my
1: full attention, because fuck me.
0: Which we will get into in a second. Um, personally, I'd never, well, I'd seen some stuff about the boys like on Comicsology, when they're having like, a sale and stuff like that, but I'd never actually went out of my way to read the comic. Neither of us have actually read the comic, Should make that very clear. But we are in the future thinking about, or we're planning on doing a podcast on the comic after we've read yeah, it. I will invest and we'll,
1: in that series and that will... Yes, I've got because to. of the
0: show. Like it's caused us. To, well, it's made us want to go out of our way and actually go and buy the comic. Like, not many shows can do that nowadays. The only other one that I know of this year that's done it is Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. by Gerald Way, which I've always heard of, but I've never actually went out of my way to get. And then I watched the show on Netflix, and I was like,
1: "See, I'd never actually heard of the boys." At all. So I was Aye. shocked.
0: <laughs> it's it's one of them we hidden gems, I think. It's kinda like, like if you had if you hadn't seen the movie Kick Ass you wouldn't have really known about the comic, I don't think. No most people. No, I read
1: it after I same.
0: Like I read oh, I read the comic. Ah. Comic group thing I used to go to in the tune, like when I was in high school, and I was like, "This is actually pretty not bad." Like, I, I want to see the movie now. Like, so it kind of k- worked the other way around, But yeah. you know, if it works, it works. I know? used to carry Kickass
1: and Watchmen around with me everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> just rereading them. <laughs> you s-
0: you kind of sound like what you call Walt Flanagan. Walt Flanagan. <laughs> like well, Kevin Smith's mate, he used to always I'm carry around The Dark Knight Returns well, well, or something well, in like his back and throw it at people <laughs> if they didn't know who Batman was. Well, I
1: was pretty young, so I just found like how dark and like just felt like yeah. a sort of taboo
0: thing. Like, Aye. I'm going to read these and... Thank yeah. fuck we never read this one. When we were young, man, we'd have been fucking therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's if the comic is anything like the show. I've been told the comic is even darker than the show, which oh, yeah, is I've fucking saying well. something, by the way, because this show is hella dark. Um, Coverage of... Well, a basic kind of coverage of the whole sort of show. So the show kind of follows Billy Butcher, who is co- played by Carl Urban, who we all know from... Previous <laughs> comic book incarnations of Dread and.
1: Or Ragnarok.
0: I thought Ragnarok when he was the Executioner and who else was it? He was Bones in Star Trek.
1: Yep, and he was in Lord of the
0: Rings. He so. was in the Lord of the Rings as well, doing his things. <laughs> I <laughs> Love that man. How can you not really, man? Carl Urban is just. it just seems like a really nice guy, <laughs> like in general. Maybe not in this show, but like. <laughs> 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 um,
1: That's what I loved about him though.
0: alright and as I was saying, like, Carl Auburn's pretty much got his bingo cards sorted out, though. He's done nearly all major comic book companies-wise, I think. Um, don't think he's done DC yet, but if there's anybody out there that wants to, you know, go out their way and do the research, us, like, you know, you're welcome to it. It H- uh, also follows Huey, who's played by Jack Quaid. I think that's his name. Um, who is... In the comics, apparently, was based on Simon Pegg, who Simon Pegg also makes an appearance in the show as Huey's dad, because mm-hmm. he's a wee bit older now from when the comic was originally put out there. I think it was put out in the early 2000s.
1: It's a nice little nod,
0: though, that they did ah, that. nice to put in a wee cameo, and, well, in a way, like, or even just be like, even for Simon Pegg to be like, do you know what, I want to be in this, because it's kind of about, not about me, but, like, it was set about my sort of character. Um, so I... Uh, who else is in it there's a load of <laughs> yeah there's loads of people in it there's a the like la- the list is actually pretty freaking long for this there's some people in it that i didn't even realize was in it john carpenter's in it apparently what Aye. <laughs> when no not no john carpenter is it oh. what do you call him the one that did the, the theme tune to star wars is that john carpenter john williams john williams that's who it is. john williams is in this he's in this why? I don't know <laughs> where, but I, I, <laughs> I found it on IMDB, he's in the credits, and I can't, he's in one episode of it, but I don't know where the fuck he is, and I want to go back and watch it again and try that's and find him. It's just weird. <laughs> like, where's Wally? Because like <laughs> um, that's what us geeks do, we just look through the shows and just try and find other people from other shows that <laughs> we know. Aye, so, this this show is a dark representation of what comic books can, comic book shows can be, and... Should be. Should be, sometimes aye. As we were saying before, like Umbrella Academy was the first one this year that kind of opened my eyes to something that wasn't DC or Marvel, really-wise. Mm-hmm. The Boys is the second one to do it now because I like the way that this is kind of going. And obviously, we've got Watchmen coming ag- later this year as well on HBO, or whatever it is over here. But I know HBO is doing it over in Americas, so there'll probably be Sky over here, I guess. Looking forward to that as well. If this is the course that comic book movies and T V are going, then i like I'm I'm not fucking ready in some <laughs> cases. It's
1: nice to see them approaching the more mature content and giving them their like giving
0: ra- them their rated R R basically, aye, rather than just you. the whole colourful Marvel and the so called dark of DC, which compared <laughs> to this is pretty fucking tame. Tame, yeah. Yeah. Um you thought fucking Robin saying fuck Batman was bad man, wait till you see this. Um right, so I'll give you a sort of a rundown of who the boys are, essentially, right? So there is, as I said, Billy Butcher, who is basically the leader of the group, in a way. There's Huey. There's Frenchie, who is played by Tomer uh, uh There is MM, which stands for Mother's Milk. That's his actual name, <laughs> and shit you not. <laughs> um, who is played by Laz Alonso. And lastly is The Female, who is... A Superpowered, sort of terrorist, you find out essentially. Like, spoilers, but
1: yeah, but yeah, essentially, she has a terrorist, but I don't think she has she knowledge doesn't, uh, of she's
0: that. not. She's not like a, she wants to be a terrorist, she's fighting so her brother doesn't get killed or some shit, or yeah, so, so she can. She's basically a superpowered terrorist, essentially. Right? So,
1: she's the only one of the boys that's a soup, essentially. I, she's the so.
0: only one of the boys It's a girl as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> her her character name is just the female as well and, and uh, it's the same in the books so yeah but i uh, saw so the show in general is sort of a dark take on what superheroes kind of get up to in their spare time and what superheroes could be like if they weren't you know like all like fucking superman like just majestic and downright and fucking boy scouts and all that so it's basically what they do to kinda of blow off steam behind closed doors and stuff like that. The main sort of superhero team in it is called the Seven, which is kind of a take on the, the Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of things, similarities between the two. Um there the cast of it is Homelander, who is essentially like a Superman sort of type, who is by the way we spoilers it's
1: like Superman decorated in a Captain America sort of fucking Sort of yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's a very patriotic kind of superhero like when it comes to like being in front of the camera and in front of people, but behind closed doors, he is, he's pretty fucked up. <laughs> 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 he's been rated as one of the best supervillains of recent TV.
1: I'm not going to argue with that. He's probably one of the best of all fucking time, to be like, honest.
0: Uh, <laughs> he is right up there. He is, you have to see this to actually understand what we're talking about, but it's, it's weird. It's like a take. If you ever wondered what would happen if Superman hadn't landed with the kents and ended up somewhere like with the luthors or something like yeah. that that's kind of what what he is because he's all like face in front of everybody he's like he acts like a proper superhero you think at the start of the show you think well he's a bit of a boy scout like the first episode there's nothing real bad apart from like the last 10 seconds of the episode yeah he blows up a fucking plane with wings in it Aye, that's that's the level we are talking about here that's the level of violence but aye, we'll get into homelander in a minute uh, also there is uh, queen mave who is essentially like wonder woman she's yeah. kind of dressed like wonder woman as well you can see a lot of similarities i don't I know could. if that's in the comics if that's what she looks like but it's definitely that, that looks like what amazon's going for is like a sort of wonder woman type black noir who is essentially batman yeah I, I would say batman yeah but he's like i would say more like see like snake eyes from I was getting Snake Guy's vibes because he's silent. Because he's obviously. silent and he's just dressed in black and he just doesn't talk to anybody. he just gives everybody a sort of. Because you don't see his face because he's always wearing a mask as well and it's kind of uneery but at the same time it's fucking hilarious. There's that like a silent Bob. Yeah, silent the Bob, the show.
1: But sort of Drax humor from Aye. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hi.
0: Who else is it? There? There's train who's a bit <laughs> of a cunt. The Flash. Hi. <laughs> <Aye. laughs> Six minutes into this show, right? This is, uh, I, I, I fucking timed it because I looked in it and this isn't even including six minutes of the actual show this is six minutes including the whole Amazon Prime logo and all the other admi- advertisements that happens at the start of the show he runs through a fucking person, Huey's girlfriend he runs through her because it's she's literally like a quarter of a step off the pavement <laughs> and it's it's exactly what it sounds like and it's all in slow-mo as well so it's not like <laughs> splash you see red it is you see everything you literally see her explode
1: I genuinely thought that she had just teleported
0: or something at first. It was like it was
1: because it was in slow mo and you didn't see any blood yet. So I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then there's just this build up of blood.
0: And it just slowly hits, and you see a shockwave hit Huey in the face as well in pure slow mo. And then you see a tooth, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And then it slowly pans around and you see her body, and it is literally just slowly exploding like you, a watermelon it, with fireworks in it,
1: covered in blood. And then when uh, Huey looks down, he's holding his girlfriend's hands like severed fucking hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point where like there was a couple of wee superhero in- incidents before this. And, uh, this is, I'm talking. This is six minutes into the show, right? There was a wee there was a car chase and robbers and stuff like that. that's where you get introduced to Homelander and Queen Maeve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm liking this so far." And then that happens, and I was like, "It was like literally being hit by a fucking train." Like, with emotions, you're like, "I couldn't process." I could have been watching this with a wayne like, <laughs> not that I would, because there's loads of warnings at the start. It yeah. like gives you exact details of what's going on, all the ratings and all that, so you know what to look out for. But at the same time, there's no way preparing for that scene, like at all, especially that early in a show. So that shows you, and then like as he does like the very unheroic thing of just bolting as well after it, he's like, I can't stop, and he runs.
1: Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, he, it, he it
0: seems like a bit of a dick move as well. He's <laughs> like, he, he runs through it, and it's like he's done it before. Like when the way he's, he's kind of reacted to it a wee bit, and you're just like, the fuck is going on here? So obviously they know what they're doing. They've got my hooks, their hooks in me now. I'm definitely going to keep on watching. Right, who have I said? Homelander, Maeve, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian. Oh now... Like ah, no translucent other. translucent, translucent is essentially the invisible man. Um, he's a bit of a pervert as well. <laughs> um, he has like diamond skin that he can't be penetrated. <laughs> um, or
1: so you think. Or so you think.
0: Like, <laughs> um, but he can only turn invisible when he's naked as well, so he hides in the fucking girl's toilets and all that, and it's fucking sick sometimes it's it's when you watch some of the shit he gets up to and you're just like man how the fuck could people actually yeah, you, you think do? you're
1: watching Justice League but they're more like the Justice Lords from like you know like yeah the, yeah they're just bad fucking people but they're <laughs>
0: fucking worse than the Justice Lords I think man yeah yeah <laughs> um, uh, it's that element
1: that Superman's not from here he's an alien yeah. so learning about morals and having that kind of power like he knows what's good and bad but if you have a human power we're we're evil bastards. Let's admit it. If you were yeah. given power tomorrow, Matt, you'd you'd more likely be a villain than a hero.
0: You you said this to me years ago, <laughs> and was <you're laughs> like, I don't understand why you'd always be a hero. You're always on the fucking side of the heroes. Because this is around bit of time Dark Knight ri- uh, Rises returns. Dark Knight Rises, one time. That's the last one. Rises. Aye. Yeah. Like this is around about the time, and you were like, ah, Matt, what, what would you be, superhero or a supervillain villain if you had superpowers? Something like hero, obviously. And I'm still slow. I'm slowly coming around to your ways of. <laughs> misery and there whatever the fuck no else was no way you could be a superhero <laughs> I could totally be a superhero <laughs> five minutes uh, who else oh there's the deep who is is? he's essentially the Aquaman of the group but he's also treated the way Aquaman used to be treated before Jason Momoa and decided to I'm be Aquaman like he's he, he thinks he's the pure number one guy but, but he's, he's fish pure no. Aye, he is. there's a scene with a dolphin that we'll go into <laughs> as well which is pretty fucked up it's amazing <laughs> And lastly there is Starlight mm-hmm. who ends up with Huey at some point as well. Um she, she's like the new recruit of the the seven who's I can't remember who she's replacing on the team but Star- the,
1: the lantern guy it's uh,
0: he's kinda like i Lamplighter I I think it's Lamplighter. It's something, like something like along those lines. Like he's basically I'm gonna assume he's meant to be like Green Lantern. <laughs> just <laughs> like, just like the DC, where we don't ever fucking see him, just he, he exists, but you're never going to see him. Aye. So she's like, sort of like one of the main stars of the show as well. I'd say, like Starlight, kind of. She's quite a complicated character. Aye. She's she's one of the, some of the story focuses around her as well as Huey and as Bi- um, Billy as well,
1: but. It's like Huey's the Innocence and the Boys and Starlight's the Innocence of the Seven. It's like the most relatable character in both teams, basically.
0: Yeah. So that's a sort of summary of who everybody is, like who the main characters are-wise, anyway. Um, uh, Looks-wise, the show looks fucking fantastic i think it's productions
1: better than Uh, most films let's be honest you can
0: you can see that there's there's spent some decent amount of money on the costumes alone like not just the special effects but the costumes Um, um, and highlander Uh, (laughs) i I keep calling him highlander because i like as soon as i seen homelander's costume i was like that because his cape is like the stars and stripes like the flag, essentially. It's the same in the... Co- I had a look at the comic book You shoot the pictures with him and he actually was pretty close to mm-hmm. what he looks like in the book. Like his cape is, like, as I said, it's the stars and stripes and I looked at it and I was like, that, that, that would look so amazing if it was like a saltire and the lion. The, the two Scotland oh, flags as well. Really so I drew cool. it out and it looks fucking fantastic. And now I'm just going to have to wait a bit of time until I've got some money and fucking make it now.
1: Just have like... Unicorns for your shoulder pads. Oh yeah, my he, god, he, he, I didn't even think about that. He had
0: eagles or something, didn't he? I had like <laughs> eagles on his shoulders and like, <laughs> he had, like pure bleached blonde hair. He was like the stereotypical fucking Hitler youth by the looks it. I mean, you know, man, like, um, by uh, Queen Maeves as well. She looked kind of like the way everybody thought Wonder Woman was going to look when she first, her first costume kind of came like out. Like, like, it was like meets Wonder Woman Lady Zina, I, Lady I Sif?
1: Was that her name? from like four it's kind of like a blend hi
0: um i kind of thought i had a wee bit of a xena vibe to it as well oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we everybody get a childhood thought. crush yeah <laughs> uh so the accuracy of the comics uh, costume wise looks pretty close obviously we've not read the comics so we don't know in detail but looking at like a basic google search for the images and all that that like mm-hmm. it does look pretty bang on um Carl or like all the boys, they don't tend to have costumes. Like they're meant to be the villains of the show, but you kind of see them as the heroes as well. Like I could see how from this, st- from the hero, the superheroes perspective, they would look like st- like villains, wise, yeah, you know, yeah. because they're just going out and doing shit to fuck them up. But at the same time, they're doing it for a reason. So it's a good way the show kind of turns it on its head. The way we usually just follow but, the hero the, story. The more
1: you learn about the heroes, uh, or the so called heroes of the seven. The less you like them, yeah, (laughs) they're vile people, yeah, but they're so intriguing. Like, no matter how creepy Homelander gets, you can't help but kind of want to follow this character and like think he's great. Just
0: aye, aye. Like you can see that he's 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 not new to this. Like he's clearly been doing this for years. He knows what he's fucking doing. He knows not a because everybody like the FBI are involved in it, and they are all trying to do research on all the heroes to try and figure out what their weak spots are and all that. Homelander's meant to have nothing on his record at all. Like, he's meant to be essentially a Boy Scout. There is absolutely nothing yeah. known about him that he's
1: done. I mean, they compare him to Jesus, don't they? Like he's
0: pretty much, aye. Like I'm pretty sure he's, like, he's you know, an ordained pastor or something like <laughs> yeah. that as well. At some point, he ends up yeah. baptising Um But you can't
1: help but feel that fakeness with him. He's I, telling everybody they're gonna be safe and then calling them cocksuckers under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing.
0: The gore as well in this. It's phenomenal. As I said, six minutes in you get hit with the fucking gnarliest scene ever where a woman fucking exploding, but you also get hit with a scene a couple episodes in of translucent having a bomb shoved up his ass and <laughs> exploded and that is
1: there's a little poster on the wall, like a baby covered in spaghetti, which is essentially what happens to humans <laughs> <one life. laughs> with blood and guts. It's, it's, um, it's too. So good.
0: they're not they're not willing to hold back on this. Um, the showrunner for the show was actually Eric Kripke, who did Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. So you know he likes to go to dark places already. So don't know if he was the main, I'm not going to say he was the main voice on this, but I get a feeling he was one of the ones that was helping pitch it at least, like, this is what was what is happening.
1: Yeah, but I think that you get a feeling of if they're going to do this and they're going to do it right to, like, the best they can yeah. with their R rating, so.
0: And, and, when I've been asking, like, Mario, that's also on the show, he's been saying that they held back a good wee bit in this show, and I'm just like, what the fuck is in the comic? Like, if this is them holding back...
1: I've done some research, and it gets fucking vile, that comic, man. I need to read it.
0: (laughs) Yes, so... Money-wise, it looks like they've spent a good bit of money on it, and by the sounds of the way everybody's enjoyed it, they're going to make their money back, no Mm -hmm. problem, and obviously they've started production on season two, apparently, as well, which... Cannot wait to see. Don't know when that'll be out. Probably around about the same time next year, maybe. Like maybe even a wee bit earlier. We don't know.
1: I hope it's earlier because I can't fucking wait. I <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I need um, answers.
0: What was your favourite scenes in it?
1: My favourite scenes, right? I'm not a sadist, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about the fucking plane scene with the terror attack. Do you, do you remember now? Like is that the one where Maeve Ho- as well? Homeland and I Maeve I show up I on a plane.
0: Yeah, that's that one was fucked up. like. You think everything's going all cool, and then he pulls up your dick move out of nowhere. Like
1: it reminds me, like remember Superman Returns? He has to like save that plane. Yeah, so you were
0: like, well, you could easily go outside and land it the way Superman does. You fucking <laughs> cunt! But he doesn't. Um, what happens is like a bunch of terrorists are taking over, like a an airliner, and Queen Maeve and Homelander burst into the plane, take out the terrorists, and then Homelander bursts into the pilots the cockpit, cockpit yeah he right, shows up in the cockpit and then uses his laser vision and fucks the plane essentially <laughs> like absolutely fries all the electronics and then after that instead of trying to land the plane with these superpowers he just decides you know what like, fuck this
1: see, see the plan is like what he's been ordered to do is if he saves the people on the plane then it will stand him in good deeds for getting in the military because it was like yeah they flew to the rescue stop terrorists and that's the plan but when he gets there he's obviously got his own motive on how he wants to work his way into the military. Yeah, yeah. And you get that kind of ozymandis from Watchmen. That aye, aye. But he's like, hinging, i I'm, He's working I'm his own way. Again. Yeah, aye. Yeah.
0: Um, forgot to mention that as well. Like, all the superheroes in this have a sort of, it's kind of like a talent agency sort of thing going on. Like, uh, no, no, not a talent agency. Well, it's kind of like a talent agency in a way. What was that? I called it earlier. Shit.
1: It's like, Marketing
0: basically. Marketing, that's <laughs> what it was. Aye, so they're sort of like a, it's like an advertisement sort of company that gets the superheroes out there. Get finds, it's basically a, a mass surveillance sort of company that finds crimes that are about to happen, spots, spots patterns and stuff. It sounds cool. They also <laughs> like set up press meetings and.
1: You find out that the superheroes' lives are very scripted. Yes, and they have to they buy the books
0: because everybody like, there's thousands of superheroes like. You find out down the line that nobody is born super enabled. Yeah, God isn't choosing these people. Yeah. Um it's all science. Um, which is also one of the episodes that one of my favourite scenes happens when you find out that, which is when uh, Billy and is it, I, can't remember, I think it's Mother's Milk. Like they are uh, it's Mother's Milk, yeah. Uh, they're in they're in a lab and they find a baby hooked up to tubes and they're like, "Oh fuck, what's going on with him?" And then they find out it's a baby super because it's got laser eyes. Yeah and then the security turn up to take them out and they're all pure firing at them and all that and then he's like give me two seconds and, he th- and then it goes quiet for a second and then billy just picks up the wane and starts using it as a gun it's, beautiful. it's fucking hilarious it's so good <laughs> i was on the floor literally like i was in tears it was that funny and, and it these, like, out of nowhere, like
1: laser eyes are like cutting men in half
0: Aye, like. and they're vaporising everybody <laughs> and then at the end it, he, puts the, he puts the baby back in the incubator and they're like, hey, you behave yourself or I'll be right after you, you little cunt." <laughs> he says he'll stomp him, so, yeah. <laughs> um, Amazing. Aye. So that whole, whole Homelander scene, so he decides, do you know what, I'm not even going to bother saving anybody and Maeve is having second thoughts the whole way up. She doesn't want to just leave everybody. Yeah. So she tries to take two children with her, and Homelander's like, "Absolutely fucking not!" Like, well, he
1: has reason though, because they can say, "Oh, Homelander left." Yeah, yeah,
0: because he's like, "Out of what? What's the point of taking them? Because they'll just tell everybody." Like, I'm, I'm just, that's why I'm not taking anybody but with people me. People start to panic that.
1: and start making their way up the plane. And he's been as calm as fuck the whole way he's through. So it's, it's
0: one of them pure supervillain moments. Like, you're just like, this is one of these signs that you, you should just not so fucking very trust fake. this guy.
1: Aye. He's he's asked it like, "Are you going to save?" He's like, "Of course I am."
0: uh, (laughs) Nothing to worry about. (laughs) Everybody just sit down, stay calm. Then
1: someone like screams, "Oh my god, he's leaving!" As he goes, "No, I'm just going to check something at the back of the plane." (laughs) (laughs) But people approach him at the back of the plane, and then he just screams at them and says, "I will laser the fuck out every one of you!" you (laughs) 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 And it's so dark.
0: Yeah, it's like one of the moments you're just like, You're an absolute cunt but at the same time I understand why you're doing this in a wee bit. Like yeah. I don't respect your motives but at the same time I get why you're doing he, he's it. Not you're a villain a with, but
1: he's not a villain without reason or motive. Yeah, you find yeah. out more and more about him and well I, I can understand exactly why he is the way he is.
0: Because you are a fucking super villain. I'm not Aye <laughs> <laughs> also the the scene with the deep and that fucking dolphin oh my god (laughs) he he, like the deep in this is an absolute cunt like see the very first episode he ends up essentially raping fucking starlight starlight aye, and it's it's pretty sick because she's being all innocent and all that and saying how she used to have like a a poster of him on her wall and all that when she was younger and he assumes that's it's kind of like the Me Too movement thing, it's like yeah, towards that.
1: It's got a casting couch element, because he threatens her by saying that I'm number two around here, which you find out he isn't. Totally fucking isn't. <laughs> he, he basically says that if she doesn't do it, then she'll be out of the team. And yeah. it's, it's been her dream for years and she's worked hard for it, so she gives in, which is quite tragic for the character.
0: Yeah, because it's, like, jumping from one sort of dark stage where it's, like, someone exploding to something that's actually realistically happening as mm-hmm. well, which kind of hits you a wee bit, and you're just, like, you feel a wee bit awkward uh, for a, c- a couple of minutes after it. But, and then there's a whole, like, thing with the whole advertising company. They're wanting Starlight to change her costume to something a bit more slutty, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's, you are know, like, how could you actually... And she, the only reason she does it is because she doesn't want to not be in the seven. Like it's well it's it's basically like being on the fucking X Factor, essentially in a way. Mm-hmm. Where you're forced to wear costumes. But and I, I doing think things. like
1: she's probably the best female character I've seen in a like a comic book for yeah. years because she's so complicated. 'Cause she's having she wants to be a superhero but it's not exactly what she thought it was. Yeah. And she's having to decide what to do with her life. She's quite complicated, but I don't
0: it's, it's seen or like it's one of them moments where you finally get to do the thing you've always dreamed of and realise it's not what you ever really expected it to be, sort of thing. Um, and hers her side is it's really fucking upsetting in places, like some of the shit that she has to has to go through just to
1: And that her mum's kinda like Forcing her into aye, our it.
0: Mum's, aye, our, mum, our mum's like one of them pure pageant moms, where it's like pure forcing her into wanting to be a superhero and all this. So not, that, not that she doesn't want to be a superhero, but forcing her because her mum let her get experimented on when she was wee and that's how she's got superpowers. Like, that's how you find out everybody like, that has superpowers, that's how they got them. The show
1: kind of highlights, like, the relationship between celebrity and the public and celebrity with corporate. Like you find out what's going on with these people, like they're they're portrayed to be one way, but they're complete opposite in real life. But you sort of understand why, yeah, because yeah. they are scripted. They're forced to do certain things. And it's
0: it's shedding light on a lot of problems in the world right now that most people aren't talking about, mm-hmm. or and they're not showing them. In, they're not talking about them in any way that's getting any sort of attention. Like, this is clearly getting attention for the right reasons.
1: Not defending the character, but you're you're basically. Think of the deep as a vile rapist from the first episode.
0: Yeah, and then at the end, like he's there's a bit sympathy having, for him because i because he ends up getting transferred to I think it's like Ohio or something like that, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Because they think because they're waiting for the military thing coming in, and as soon as that comes in, he assumes that he's going to be on the seven again. To and then they're like, ah, no, you're not going to be a part of it, mate. Like no chance.
1: And although you want him to get what he deserves, you you see another side of the it's character. It's bad.
0: Like, you do sort of feel bad for him a, a little bit. I still think he's a dick, but at the same time, I, I understand why people were starting to feel a wee bit for him because, obviously, he's getting so much shit. He getting he ends up in the same sort of situation that he put Starlight in as well yeah, towards yeah. the end, and then he ends up having a pure mental breakdown by shaving his head and shaving everything else.
1: And that's the last you see the character for that season, so they just leave it like that.
0: So. Yeah, so... In a way, you're kind of like, fuck him. He's getting exactly what he deserves. There's, there's, it, there's also that fucking weird part of you that's like, this is happening but to, a, that to, like, a, up to an actual person. Like
1: That one scene, he has a lack of friends and stuff, but obviously he can speak to fish, so he starts talking to the lobster. <laughs> so he's going to take it home with
0: him, but the guy takes out the tank and just fucking slices through his head. <laughs> <laughs> Kills it. Yeah. There's also a scene with a dolphin that he tries to rescue uh, from, it's called Ocean Worlds, which is obviously meant to be like Sea World, fuck Sea World, but, um, so he tries to rescue this dolphin in the back of a transit van, and he's listening to the Spice Girls, like...
1: Uh, They they appear to have a a sexual relationship, him and this dolphin?
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 they're talking about doing things to blow holes, and it's it's weird. Um, So he ends up getting, almost getting pulled over by the police, and then... He shoots off and hits the brakes before he comes to the lights, and the dolphin goes flying out of the front window, but it's in slow-mo, so it's looking at him, like what? and then he's like, oh shit, this is happening. And it's a like, good five, six seconds you see of this, and then the dolphin just flies out into the middle of the...
1: And the music's slowed down, it's aye. just perfection. And then a
0: truck comes out of nowhere and runs over the dolphin as well, and so you're graphic. just like if, it, like, if this dolphin <laughs> hadn't had it bad enough, now he's fucking pavement meat um it's brutal but i as the rest of the show is but i
1: when i watched it with sophie she actually covered her mouth at that scene she uh, was no wonder it's shock.
0: it's brutal um the only other scenes that are well not not the only other scenes that i enjoy but the ones that kind of stuck out for me were just any of the ones with black noir in it because mm-hmm. he seems to be like just uh, sort of like silent bob in a way yeah um just because he doesn't talk and all that as because he's fully covered up so you don't see any facial expressions but there's bits where they're at a fundraiser and he's just looking at a guy that's playing the piano and he's just like and the guy at the piano gets pure nervous and just walks away and then he just starts pointing out like pure Beethoven or some <laughs> shit like that on the fucking piano you're just like, not bad
1: It's funny because he has a lack of expression but there's still so much
0: personality uh, uh, It's like, what do you call him, the guy that plays V Reefer Brandetta. Mm-hmm. No expression at all, but it was only his voice and how much character he brought into In that room. mask.
1: But but this guy doesn't even have his voice. Yeah, I know, he still looks I know. So, so, much so it's e- it's
0: even more impressive. Like Yeah, so like there's also other scenes where like Homelander sits everybody down, like it's near the end of the season. I think it's episode seven or eight. And he's like, ah, I need to talk to you about all the shit that's going on. because um, there's obviously the shit going on with because he's on fucking superhero steroids or mm. drugs or some shit like that. There's the shit going on with Maeve because she's having a fucking mental breakdown. Um, and the stuff going on with Starlight because they find out that Starlight's dating Huey, who is obviously, they all know, is part of the boys. So they know he's a villain and she doesn't know because he obviously, Huey never told him.
1: Shit gets complicated.
0: Aye. So, like, Homelander sits everybody down. He's like, ah, you guys are pissing me right off. And then he just turns to Black Noir and he's like, no you, Black Noir, you're fucking perfect. <laughs> and then Black Noir's just sitting there, just like, yep.
1: <laughs> you know when you watch Superman, like any of the Superman films, and the music kicks in and kicks in, and he shows up on screen, and the, the hairs on your neck stand up, and you're like, "Yeah, it's a superhero's here." Well, any time that Homelanders on screen, it's just tension and dread. There's just so much build up. you yeah. don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah,
0: he's like one of them like cross wild characters where you don't know anything. Like he's like one of the ones you cannot predict what the fuck is going to go on next with him.
1: But no matter who he's talking to, you know, something's sort of wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, you can either tell that he is either acting or he is, like, if, he, if he's being serious with a person, you know, that person's not got much longer to live, usually.
1: There's the creepy kind of Freudian relationship that he yeah, has yeah, with... That's uh, her name escapes me, but essentially... January, her name is. Is that her name? I yeah. I
0: so. um, She's the one that kind of is like the CEO of the whole advertisement company. Um, and he has sort of mother issues where it's, it's weird because she's, she's, she's got a newborn and he feels like he's been he's basically got like first child syndrome where he's yeah. really acting up because this, this wayne's in front of him and he's a fucking 30-year-old old man this
1: is like from episode one to episode eight and you're like right when is he going to kill this baby because this <laughs> is fucking creepy
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's really fucking weird does he whatever happens to the baby do you ever find uh, out
1: the, the house blows up and I, I don't think he saved the baby. Yeah. So, yeah, I, don't I don't know. But uh, since we, we are going full spoilers and that, it doesn't matter. And we're all over the order here, so. I not yeah, over the place. <laughs> but those another those scene those. that creeped me out and that intrigued me was basically the birth scene of essentially Homelander's child. Yeah. What you're told happened.
0: Yeah, that was fucked up.
1: Like that, that just freaked me out so much. The idea of a baby clawing itself out yeah. of his mother, but then drowning in blood. That's some description. It's
0: weird because it's a flashback, but it's a flashback that didn't actually happen that way as well. So mm-hmm. you're 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 led into believe that's exactly what happened because you're seeing it, but at the same time you find out, or a wee bit later on, you find out actually it's sorta like that, but it's not exactly. Um, what actually happened was it's believed that um, Homelander raped Billy Butcher's wife, mm-hmm. um, and then. Three hours of w- three hours later, she disappeared, or she sat on a bench for three hours, and then she's never seen again. Yeah. It's always assumed that Homelander is the one that got rid of her.
1: And this has been like eight years since she went yeah. missing.
0: And this is the reason Billy is going out of his way to make H- like to get shit on superheroes, essentially, because he just wants to get rid of them because of this shit that's happened to him, which is understandable because you know, fuck that.
1: But he has an obsession with Homelander.
0: Aye, that's why he's wanting to find dirt on Homelander because he's far too clean. For t- every other superhero has got shit like a red marker on their ledger, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got Avengers reference there. <laughs> 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 so aye, that's why, that's why Billy goes off his nut, but apparently Homelander raped Billy's wife and he's, we're told by the Doctor that started off all the experiments and all that that gave with the superpowers that the baby was developing a lot faster than a normal baby, so it started to claw its, at, claw its way out, and you could, there was a flashback where it shows you that the baby's eyes sort of light up with laser mm. eyes and shit, and you're thinking, what the fuck is going to happen here? Is this actually... It's <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past them at this point, but but you see her on the operating table, and the wane basically just bursts out like a chest buster. Yeah, there's a, a lot of alien vibes there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up, so you assume, and then you get told the baby died... And the mother died in childbirth, obviously, because, you know, <laughs> fucking hell. But you get told the Wayne died about 10 minutes later, or 10 seconds later, um, outside of the womb. And then at the very end of the show, Homelander turns up at the house, and, mm-hmm. it, and Billy and a wee boy runs out, and he's like, oh, shit, Homelander? And he's, and he's like, hi, hey, do you know who I am? He's like, yeah, you're Homelander. like, no, but did your mother never tell you? And Billy's sitting next to him, mm-hmm. because he's... Billy tried to blow Homelander up with a shitload of C4, but didn't work, apparently. So Homelander takes him to what turns out to be his son and Billy's wife. Who is alive. Who is alive, who we all assumed was dead the whole show, and that's where the show ends.
1: They leave you like that. No, I, I said when I started the show, because I'm not a TV guy, if this ends on a fucking cliffhanger, like like just like a cheap cliffhanger, I'm going to be pissed off and I won't watch season two. But it left on such a good fucking cliffhanger that knew that I can't wait for season two.
0: It's yeah, it's they know what they're doing. This, these guys, mm-hmm. like especially, I'm going to assume Eric Kripke had something to do with because that's what he does with every ending of Supernatural. He always leaves it on a good cliffhanger that makes you want to come back for season two. But this cliffhanger had me fucking gripped like shit, man. <laughs> like I could not wait for season two now. Um, There's something
1: weirdly sinister about it, and almost dreamlike, but you knew it was happening.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was like. You knew what was happening, but at the same time, you're just like, no, they're not going to go that way. Surely not.
1: Everything you learned over, like, seven episodes was wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, it's... All wires are crossed. It's like watching Terminator and then watching Terminator 2 for the first time, and you're (laughs) just like, holy shit, Arnold Schwarzenegger's the good guy this time? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, that's the sort of vibe you get from it, and it's a really good ending. Um, Obviously, we've fucking spoiled it, but as you were told before, this was going to be full of spoilers, so... If you're pissed off, fuck you.
1: If you haven't watched it, like,
0: why? <laughs> yeah, why not? Because it's not like it's an unknown show. Like it is getting advertised everywhere just now. Like I've seen, and I don't even watch telly. No, because telly, <laughs> I just watch Netflix and. and Amazon we're not Prime. picking this up for the sake of picking yeah, it up. Yeah, we're not getting paid by Amazon. If we were getting paid by Amazon, we would, you know, be doing a lot more stuff other than podcasts. <laughs> you know. Like, um But Amazon, if you want, it pays for giving us review. You never know. It
1: just do yourself a favour and watch it. That's what I'll yeah. say.
0: Just, even if you're not 100% sure about it, just give it a chance, because that's what I did. I wasn't 100% sure, because I didn't read the original comics or anything like that. I was just like, do you know what? I'll give it a chance. I did it with Umbrella Academy as well. I hadn't read the comics, and I watched it, and I loved it, and it got me interested in the comics. So, as long as it gets you interested then if you're into superheroes, it's maybe the show for you. <laughs> um, As long as you're willing to, you know, sacrifice some of those beliefs, some wee it. Yeah, it's,
1: there's um, a lot of parody involved as superheroes that you know and love.
0: We're not saying that Captain America is like this behind closed doors.
1: No, we know that much. Yeah, we know right. he's always going to be a Boy Scout for Yeah,
0: but at the same time, just take it away a grain of salt. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as I said, if you get interested in co- uh, comics or even just comic book shows in general, this is a definitely watch. Um, it would even be a good. Pre- I'm going to guess it's going to be a good preparation for what uh, Watchmen when that comes out as well. Cause yep. it's, I'm not going to say Watchmen's going to be anywhere near as dark as this, but it will give you a good sort of vibe because that's just, that's what you were saying. It was a sort of Watchmen. i got a vibe got of it.
1: Watchmen, some Kickass, just oh elements, a right. loads of stuff.
0: Um, but yeah, let's. It's one of those ones, go out your way and give it a chance because you never know. You might actually find something new that you enjoy. Just like, I ah, have. I think that's about everything that we've covered. Unless you've got any other okay. more notes. Sure. Right, well, uh, that's us at an end then, finally. Second podcast down for us two, finally. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just need to think of something new to do next time because ages before something else new is out. Kind yeah,
1: you. you asked me the other night, I could not think it. Anyway. I
0: know. But as you know, we're going to try and get out of the way and get a boys' comic review done as well. Um, We'll probably do, I'm sure the first volume is essentially the show, mm-hmm. um, but it ends differently. But we could do a review on that and then we could do a comparison of the two and see which one we preferred. Um, but hey, that's the future, I guess. Lastly, before we go, um, we're still doing our Glaswegian Geeks uh, ripped apparel offer where you get 10% off your first order on ripped apparel which I had a look through they're doing hoodies, t-shirts, posters uh, tank tops canvases, crew neck t- uh, sweatshirts, uh, gift cards so get 10% off by using the code word uh, Glaswegian Geeks at the checkout which is spelt G-L-A-S W-E-G-I-A-N G-E-E-K-S that's 10% off at rippedapparel.com Um, I personally have a good few number of t shirts. I've got a few less than the last time that I said, because I I said 40 odd, but um, I love these t shirts. They're from artists all around the world, and it's all sort of geek sort of nature and geek culture stuff. Um, They do everything from Aquaman all the way up to anything ending in Z. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but if you're interested in any of that stuff. 10% 10% off, it's always good to save a wee bit of money, even if it's not just for yourself, if it's for a present or whatever. Also follow us on Who Cares Nerds at Facebook, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes and YouTube. And Thanks for listening, uh, hope you've enjoyed this podcast and we'll hopefully be back soon with another review. See yous.